0: confused by finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, I went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and with Kathy and Jennifer.
1: Welcome to Finances and Maternity Leave. I'm Jennifer and I'm here with Kathy. This week we're talking about maternity leave, what rights you have, how much time you can take and what sort of pay to expect. My best friend is actually pregnant right now and we were talking this week about her maternity leave options. You know, maternity leave
0: actually became some something that you could take officially with the federal government with the Pregnancy Discrimination Act in 1978, and it gave the same rights as other medical conditions for short-term disability. So employers that have more than 15 employees... Employers that had more than 15 employees then could not fire them because of being pregnant. They could not force a mandatory maternity leave on those employees. They had to offer the same disability package that they would to other employees with any other type of short-term disability. They also had to let the moms work for as long as they could do their job. And they had to give guaranteed job security during that leave. When they came back, they would, they would be able to come back to a similar position, if not the same position. And then while they were out on maternity leave, they could also continue to earn seniority and accrue pay increases.
1: It's actually no longer called maternity leave, or you might not always hear it called as maternity leave. It's more often called either parental leave or family leave or family medical leave. So those are some other terms that you might see it listed as. And this is the time that any parent takes off work after a a baby is born or adopted. So yay, you're adopting a baby or you're having a baby.
0: And that means that you're going to have to You will need to take a lot of care for yourself and that baby, and you're going to be exhausted. To entice workers not to leave their jobs, employers offer employees short-term disability leave, and this includes a portion or
1: all of their pay. The amount of time you take off and the money that you receive can be affected by whether or not there were birth complications or if there was a cesarean section.
0: Yeah, they do consider cesarean as a complication for birth.
1: It's not uncommon
0: that your employer will require you, though, to use all of your sick leave before taking your short-term disability leave. So you're going to have to check through all of your employer's requirements because some also actually require you to take your vacation leave
1: as part of your leave prior to actually taking any short-term disability leave. Just to clarify as well, because we mentioned that, you know, family leave is for birth or adoption. However, short-term term disability would only be applied to a physical birth. So if you decide to adopt, you actually would not qualify for short term disability. But there are some other options. So the Family and Medical Leave Act, also known as FMLA, was created in 1993. And it says that men and women can apply for an additional 12 weeks of unpaid leave after birth or adoption or foster care. If both parents work at one company, then the 12 weeks is actually divided between the two of them. They can't each take 12 weeks, unfortunately.
0: They can take any combination of it, though. They could do one week and 11 weeks, or they can combine that in any way they want to. Mm-hmm. For myself, I did get short-term disability. And after my disability ended, then I did take FMLA. And actually, I, I didn't realize it, but it was pretty dang new at the time that my daughter was born. It, it practically had just been signed, uh, looking at <laughs> And so I did take the 12 weeks unpaid leave. That, that's hard, though, to say I'm going to go ahead and take, you know, three months off unpaid. But, you know, as long as you're planning for it and it's something that you are wanting to do and or willing to do. Now, in the end, I didn't end up taking the full 12 weeks. I ended up coming back sooner just because I felt like that was the right thing for me and my family. But we we just so we just ended the, the leave a little bit sooner is all.
1: You can take your maternity leave before the baby arrives, but many choose to stay at work as long as possible right up until the baby comes. So that way they can have more time to spend with the baby after.
0: If you work for a small company, which is less than 50 employees, then you are going to be affected by certain things, which might include if you have been there for less than 12 months, or if you are paid in the top 10% of that company, one of the top 10% earners of that company, they are not obligated to offer you family medical leave. And that's because just the size of the company says you don't have to, but also that top 10 wage earner, they're suggesting that your job's too important. They wouldn't be able to be without your physical presence or, or your working there. Some large companies, though, I just found out that like Amazon will actually offer up to a year off for both mom and dad at full salary. So this is another thing to be thinking of when you're looking for a new job. Even the Navy, they just changed their leave from six weeks to 18 weeks And four states, California, New Jersey, New York and Rhode Island, guarantee paid leave for their parents as well now. So there's there's changes and it's not just for moms. It's for moms and dads, but it's something to look into when you're considering changing a job or maybe you want to consider changing your job because you're going to have a family.
1: The Society of Human Resource Management found that 58 percent of employers did not offer any family leave time.
0: So what rights do you have? Well, you're really not guaranteed any leave at all. And most families get none, which is based on that 58% getting none. But you can take the 12 weeks of unpaid family leave, even if you do not get short-term disability for your pregnancy.
1: So disability laws are typically what protect an employee's salary during your time of leave. And it's often given at a reduced rate. So if you have a natural birth, you're typically entitled six weeks pay at 50 to potentially 100 percent of your salary. And if you have a C-section, then you would typically be offered eight weeks of recovery time.
0: And that's just because you've had major surgery versus just giving birth. Not that that's an easy thing either. I know, (laughs) but that's the the thought behind it. Is you're going to get that additional two weeks of recovery, and as a C-section, yes, it was quite good to have an additional two weeks for that. You'll still be paying payroll taxes like FICA and Social Security from your short-term disability pay, and you're still going to be able to receive your health insurance and take part in that while you are off with FMLA for those 12 weeks, if you choose to take that. But beware, if you take your 12 weeks of family leave and then you quit right afterwards, it's very possible that your company will ask you to be reimbursed for that health care with them assuming that you knew you weren't going to come back after that. So you just have to be careful with what you're doing and, and just check with your HR and make sure what they're offering. And it never hurts to ask other people at the company what they experienced when they took uh, maternity or short-term disability.
1: Yeah. You don't want to get yourself in a situation where you haven't prepared, you haven't planned for it, you haven't thought about it. Whereas, you know, it's easy to ask those people for their advice. You're also going to want to add your new baby to either your healthcare plan or a spouse or partner's health care plan. If you do that, that may change your benefits and it may pay, it may change the amount that you need to pay for your insurance while you are taking that leave and not getting a paycheck.
0: It does, however, not matter when you have the baby. You don't have to wait for open enrollment, say October, if you have an open enrollment time during October, that um, having birth or, or adopting are both considered life changes that you are able to make any changes to your health and, and any of the things that would be changed at open enrollment time, which might include health insurance or flexible spending, those those types of things that now you need where you might not have needed it before. Mm-hmm. What? If you work for yourself, (laughs) there's, you know, there's not necessarily maternity leave or family leave if it's just a one person place. However, you might also work at an employer or you might be the employer where you have less than 50 employees. And so you're going to have to start thinking about how that's going to work for you and your company. If you have a team, you might be able to start planning with who does what while you're out and start cross training them. You know, you have a number of months ahead of you and start letting you guys cross train and and fill each other's roles and take advantage of that. If you work alone, though. You're going to want to try and find a trusted delegate that you could have do your work for you or a professional that could step in and take over your customers or clients during that time. Make sure you do have money set aside, though, in case you do have to take an early leave or take an extended stay, because you're going to want to do all you can to try and keep your company going. But also you want to have enough money if there's some reason that it cannot go on, that you're able to you know, take care of you and your family. You might want to consider slowly transitioning away from your office work and letting others do what your job is. Again, if you have employees and just oversee what's going on and that way they have time to actually do the job and you get to mentor them and be certain that they'll be able to do the job while you're gone. And then when possible, you know, try to get a slow transition back in again to work. Let them sort of transition back out of it if that's if it's possible. And that way you also can slowly work back into your job.
1: You may be listening to this and think, great, now I just realized that I my only option is 12 weeks of unpaid leave. <laughs> so if that's the case, I mean, no matter what, you want to make sure that you are planning for this and that you are creating a budget um, and a savings plan ahead of time. So if you know that you're going to have an extended amount of time and you're not going to be getting a paycheck, then you want to be thinking about that now. What can you do now to help during that time? So, you know, start by creating a budget of how much income you will have during maternity leave and your expenses, medical expenses, new expected baby expenses. So kind of take all those things into consideration to try to figure out how much you're going to need during that time. And then this is also a time for you to start thinking about ways to save money or make additional money. So, you know, you could look into starting some sort of side hustle or taking on some part-time work if it's possible, just cutting back on certain things and saving as much as you can in advance of your maternity leave. You could also consider putting less into your 401k account. If, you, if you're if you maxing that out, then it might be something that maybe for a short time you want to contribute less so that you can save that and use it during your maternity leave. I think if you're just planning for
0: 12 weeks of being off, that that's not really going to hurt you much to take a pause or to put a minimum amount in your 401k. I think that think that's fair. Yeah. If you're returning to work, so now you've had baby and you've taken all this time off and you're ready and maybe willing, but definitely ready to get back to work. Be kind to yourself. This is an overwhelming time. You've just spent quite a bit of weeks getting to know this young person, maybe years, depending on what your choice has been, but it can be an overwhelming time for you. Make time for... Any needed schedule changes so that now you're going to have to go back to a regular schedule or something closer to regular. Maybe your employer will let you ease into work and take some part-time work versus going in full-time. There's benefits to both, one of which, of course, you're going to get paid less if you're doing part-time, but you'll get a little bit more time with the person that you just brought into this world or that you adopted and be able to spend more time with them. But full-time, of course, will bring you back to getting your full salary. And like Jennifer said, if you've had to take... Those twelve weeks unpaid—that might be something you need to do. But make sure in any of these cases that you've talked to your boss and just let them know what you're thinking and and what you're considering and and hear them out as well because they might have other options within the company for you. Also, set your colleagues' expectations that you know you're thinking of doing either you know taking the twelve weeks or coming back slowly or you know whatever sorts of things that you're you're thinking of doing. Just let them also be a support to you as well because they might be stepping in to help you with your job and and you're going to need them for that. And then be sure and reset your expectations. It's a lot of work with a new child and trying to go back to your regular life is sort of a myth. Now you're in charge of somebody else entirely. And so just be patient and know that you're doing probably a pretty great job, even though it seems overwhelming at times.
1: Yeah, that's true. And, you know, like we always say, this, uh, so much of this is, is planning and thinking about things, ahead of time as far as you can. And like Kathy said, discussing it with your your employer and kind of figuring out your options because they might be very willing to be flexible with you and help you come back in, in different ways than you were expecting. And also, you know, as we mentioned, if you're looking for a new job, look into this stuff beforehand, ask the questions beforehand, even if it's far in the future that you're thinking about it, just so that you have asked the questions and it's it's on your radar. Anything else? That's all for this week. Well, thanks
0: for listening to Finances and Family Leave. We know you chose to listen today and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share and consider leaving a review because it helps us bring financial education to others and it just lets people find us more easily. Please let us know what questions you have at our website at financesand.net. You now can find infographics on these topics on our website and right here in the show notes. Finances and does not provide tax or legal services and nothing in this podcast can be construed as such. Always consult a tax accounting or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to.